Today, we look at the season Anders Lee had and where he projects moving forward with the Islanders. Plus, one of the more dynamic goal scorers available in this year's draft from Sweden. But will he still be there when the Islanders pick at 13? All that and more coming up on today's Locked On Islanders podcast. Sart tees it up, and a save is made by Bobrovsky. Nelson, Barzell with the open net, and he scores! Hi, and welcome to the Locked On Islanders podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Gil Martin. I'm an Islanders columnist and historian. And I wrote the book Ice Wars, which covers the complete history of the Islanders' rivalry with the Rangers from 1972 to the modern era. And welcome, everybody, to the weekend edition of the Locked On Islanders podcast. Hope everybody is doing well. Thank you for being part of the Locked On Islanders family and for making Locked On Islanders your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms. We've got plenty to discuss on today's show, including a look at the Islanders' captain, Anders Lee. But first, if you've got something on your mind that's Islanders-related, feel free to send us an email. You have a question, a comment, maybe a topic you'd like us to talk about on the show. Send us an email at LockedOnIslanders at gmail.com. And if you leave your first name and where you're from, we are happy to mention you on the show when we talk about whatever it is that's on your mind. You can also follow the show on Twitter at Locked On Isles, and you can follow me, Gil Martin, on Twitter at Ice Wars, N-Y-R-V-S-N-Y-I. We'll keep you up to date on everything throughout a busy and critical offseason for the Islanders, draft, uh, trade rumors, free agency, anything that happens to this team between now and the start of training camp in September, we'll have it for you here on Locked On Islanders. We start today's episode talking about a very valuable and familiar face to Islanders fans and talking about the captain, Anders Lee. And Lee continues to be one of the core players on this Islanders team. He is 31 years old. He'll be 32 uh, next month, July 3rd. Still kind of at the back end of his prime, maybe another couple of years before he starts to slow down. And let's be honest here. Anders Lee is a vital part of this Islanders team. He's six foot three, 235 pounds, uses that size effectively. He is the best player on the Islanders roster at getting in front of the goalie, screening him, getting those rebounds, those tip-ins, the deflections, and and just making things difficult for opposing defensemen and opposing goaltenders. He had another solid season, 28 goals in 76 games, uh, only 18 assists, but he always has been a little bit of a Cy Young candidate with more goals than assists. 28 goals, 46 points, the plus-minus 
uh, minus 11, his worst under Barry Trotz. Uh, the last time he was minus was way back in 2017, 2018, when he was a minus 25. Nine of his 28 goals coming on the power play, as did four of his 18 assists. And the other thing is, uh, you want one thing from Anders Lee, maybe, is for him to shoot a little more. 76 games, 159 shots. That's only two shots on goal per game. And when you're talking about a top six forward, especially someone like Lee, who is, you know, going to try to get a lot of those shots from in close, you would hope he would shoot the puck a little more. Now, his shooting percentage, 17.6, that is the second highest of his career. You'd have to go all the way back to 2016-2017 for him to beat that. And, you know, he, he only attempted 266 shots in 76 games. Uh, I guess the only thing I would say with regard to that is you'd like him to shoot the puck a little bit more. 94 hits, that's a little more than one a game. 30 block shots, he's always been ready, willing, and able to, to do that. He's responsible defensively. That's not something you worry about with Anders Lee. Leadership is another thing when we're talking about Lee. The intangibles that he brings to the table with his leadership, something this team sorely missed a year ago in 2020-2021 when Lee was limited to 27 games, did not play in the Stanley Cup playoffs, and that really, I, I still stand by this statement. I think in 2021. If Anders Lee is healthy, the Islanders probably win game seven or win the series in six over the Tampa Bay Lightning and advance to the Stanley Cup playoff final. You know, again, we'll never know because it didn't happen. But when you lose a seven-game series and you lose game seven on the road one to nothing, it's hard for me to imagine, as someone who has covered this team and watched this team for so long, that you get your captain, your inspirational leader, your first or second leading goal scorer, you get him for that series and he's playing, it'd be hard for me to believe that the Islanders wouldn't have been able to get that one more goal or somewhere along the line won one more game in order to beat the Lightning, and go on to the Stanley Cup final. But again, that's all academic. Uh, Ice time was down a little bit for Anders Lee this year. 16 minutes, 38 seconds per game. That's his lowest since 2016, 2017. Usually he's 17 and a half, 18 minutes per game. Uh, The fact that his ice time is down a little, you know, Tough to say exactly why they did separate him from Matthew Barzal for stretches of the season, and that may have had something to do with it. And then obviously, I think early in the season especially, they were trying to bring him along a little bit slowly as he uh, sort of returned from his injury that ended the previous season. So, uh, Anders Lee, yeah, you had some games early on in the season, especially 14 minutes, 15 minutes per game. 
as opposed to the traditional 17 or 18 or seven, you know, 16 even. Uh, so, you know, the minutes were down a little bit at various times during the season. And he had some pretty impressive games. He had a hat trick uh, against the Blue Jackets back in March. And the game before that, it was a home-and-home. Home. Um, no, excuse me, the day, game before that, he played Colorado, had two goals and an assist in a losing effort. And that, by the way, was part of a six-game goal streak that saw him score nine goals in six games. And look, all goal scorers are going to be streaky. Going forward, I think that Anders Lee will remain a top six forward. Will he still be on the top line depending on what hockey moves, and I'm putting those in air quotes, uh, Lou Lamorello makes over the offseason if they bring in that sniper, if they bring in uh, another player who can score Maybe Anders Lee is more of a second-line player than a first, but he's capable of either one. And as the captain, he will probably remain one of the centerpieces of the Islanders' lineup going forward. And for a guy who was a sixth-round pick back in 2009, the Islanders have certainly gotten their uh, value out of that pick. In his career now, almost 600 games. He needs four more to hit that milestone. 212 goals, 366 points. Uh, Anders Lee, definitely part of the core of the New York Islanders and should remain so going forward. We have got a lot more to discuss on today's show. We will look at one of the more dynamic goal scorers in this year's draft, a Swedish prospect who definitely could help the Islanders if he's still available when they pick. We'll have that, plus our Islanders birthday of the day, and a lot more still to come on the Locked On Islanders podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by your friends at BetOnline. BetOnline.net is your number one source for all your betting stats and sports info. Find all the latest sports developments, news, and odds, including this year's basketball championship matchup, the NHL Hockey Conference Finals, Major League Baseball, and of course, all the latest fighting news from MMA, UFC, and boxing. Bet Online is your continued source for all your sports wagering information, including live betting, esports, and more. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action. Bet Online, where the game starts. We have an important favor to ask you. We put together a survey so we can learn more about listeners like you and help make your favorite Locked On podcast even better. This is your opportunity to tell us what you like and don't like about Locked On Podcasts. So go to LockedOnPodcast.com slash survey right now to get started. It won't take very long, and everyone that completes a survey can qualify for a chance to win one of 10 $100 Ticketmaster gift cards. To take our audience survey, go to LockedOnPodcast.com slash survey, and thanks for your help. So we continue our look at some of the big prospects in this year's draft. And again, I'm sort of concentrating more on players who may be available when the Islanders pick at 13. Now, this player in particular, it might be a little stretch. He's kind of ranked around 9 or 10. So it's not out of the question that he goes. And again, Lou Lamorello, if he really wants a player, would he trade up to, to draft him? Possibly. 
Uh, we'll see. But the player I'm talking about right now is Jonathan Lekarimaki, a 17-year-old from Sweden who absolutely has been outstanding at every level. Uh, you know, he's played in the Swedish Junior League and this past year in 26 games, 20 goals, 35 points, and a plus 18 plus minus. He's not big. He's 5'11". As of right now, weighs 165 pounds. And believe it or not, he won't even turn 18 until late July of this year. So we're not talking about uh, someone with a lot of uh, age or experience. But you know what? Not only did he score 20 goals in 26 games, but he was part of uh, an outstanding line. And at the under-18 Worlds, he had 15 points in that tournament going up against some of the best players his age group in the world. So, you know, that was impressive. He had four, uh, four points in the gold medal game when Sweden beat the Americans. So he is just one of those guys who plays big in big situations and really uh, gets the job done. Why? Well, here's the deal. He reminds me of Mike Bossy in this respect. He gets rid of that puck quickly. I'm not saying he's ever going to put up the numbers of uh, Mike Bossy put up, but like Bossy, he finds open spaces, and boy, can he get rid of the puck in a hurry. His shot is accurate. He likes to go low to the blocker side or to the five hole, and he really sort of finds open space where it looks like there isn't any, and that makes him even more dangerous. Opposing defenses think they've sort of shut him down, and he doesn't. Now, look. It's not all good when it comes to Lekaramaki. He does tend to shy away from the dirty area sometimes. He's not the most physical player out there. Uh, but at the same time, his shot is just so lethal. From the face-off dots in, that wrist shot, the one-timer, he skates well, he sees the ice well, but... The one thing that really stands out for him is his shooting ability. He doesn't have great size. He'll definitely need to bulk up from 165 pounds playing in the NHL. Ironically, one of the players that one of the scouting reports that I read about him uh, compared him to in the NHL, some guy named Jordan Eberle. Uh, you know, skating is average for the NHL. But that shot is elite. And to me, Lekker Rimaki is the kind of player who fits exactly what the Islanders need to do. He's a scoring winger who, if you put him on a line, again, with Matthew Barzal, that makes Barzi that much more dangerous. And with the right coaching and the right experience, you get the feeling that Lekaramaki, and again, I hope I'm pronouncing that name right. I, I do not pretend to be an expert uh, at Swedish pronunciation. But again, if Lekaramaki uh, gets the right coaching 
and develops into the player his potential indicates he can. You're talking about a guy who could put up 25, 30, 35 goals a year and really make a difference. Now, again, it's going to take him a couple of years. He still needs to bulk up, mature physically, and adjust to life in North America as compared to the wider international slash European rink. He's already played against top junior competition, but he's not in the Swedish Elite League yet. And, you know, wouldn't be surprised whoever takes him this year in the draft, maybe he goes, plays in the Swedish Elite League for a year or two before heading over to North America again. A lot of it depends on which team drafts him, what the money situation is like, what kind of opportunities he's offered in Sweden, what kind of opportunities he's offered in the United States. But based on his offensive ability, this kid has the potential to be a difference maker in a two or three year period. And let's face it, uh, in 2025, assuming the Islanders re-sign him, Matthew Barzal is going to be right in his prime. And if you give him a sniper like Jonathan Lekaramaki, you're adding a dangerous weapon to this Islanders team. Will he be available at 13? That's going to be close. He'll probably go a little bit before then, but not too much before then. And we'll see what, if anything, Lula Morello can do and whether or not he's interested in making a move to acquire that goal scorer that the Islanders need so badly. And again, with the NHL draft, it's not like the NBA or the NFL where the guy you draft in the first round, you know next year he's going to be contributing in the lineup most likely in some way. No. In the NHL, three, four players from the whole draft probably are in the NHL the same year that they're drafted full-time. And it's a question of letting them mature and develop that's what happens when you're drafting 18-year-olds. But uh, Lekka Ramaki, definitely an interesting prospect and someone who could help the Islanders a lot. When we come back, we have our Islanders' birthday of the day. One of two brothers who won a few Stanley Cups with the Islanders, two to be exact, uh, was not there for all four Cup wins, but really was a big contributor to the final two. See if you can guess who that is. All that and more still to come on today's Locked On Islanders podcast. Time now for our Islanders birthday of the day. And today is the 60th birthday of former Islander center Brent Sutter. One of the famous Sutter brothers, a native of Viking, Alberta. Islanders picked him up in 1980 in the first round of the draft, 17th overall. Played three games in 80-81 with the Islanders. Had two goals and four points in those three games. Uh, but went back to juniors for the rest of that year and then came up and played 43 games in 81-82 and had 21 goals in 43 games had a big playoff year in 82-83 when the Islanders won their fourth straight Stanley Cup in 20 playoff games, 10 goals, 21 points, and was a key contributor uh, to the Islanders. Now, his best season overall, not until 84-85. 
42 goals and 102 points. He never topped the 70-point mark after that. But that one season, everything he touched just turned to gold, and he was a very big contributor. Stayed with the Islanders until early in the 91-92 season, was dealt to the Blackhawks then, and he finished his career in Chicago after the 97-98 season. Yeah, he had the 42-goal season and the, a couple of 30-goal seasons, but overall, you're more likely to get 25 or so goals a year from Brent Sutter, but he was a great two-way player, could be solid and physical, and, you know, because scoring was more plentiful there, I would say, in some ways, Brent Sutter was a little like J.G. Pajot. A guy who could be physical, who played well defensively, but uh, he's a little more rugged, I think, than Pajot. But overall, that's similar to the kind of style he played. In his NHL career, he played 1,111 games, had 363 goals, 829 points, uh, and 1,054 penalty minutes. Add 30 goals and 74 points in 144 playoff games, many of those with the Islanders, and you could see some of the valuable contributions that Sutter made. We're going to go back and look at one of his better games with the Islanders, December 20th, 1986, at the Nassau Coliseum. The Rangers are in town. John Van Beesbrook, the goalie for the Rangers. Kelly Rudy is the goaltender for your New York Islanders, and in the first period, our Islanders' birthday of the day, Brent Sutter. His 16th from Miko Makala and Pat Flatley at 2.44. Islanders quickly up 1-0. Then, Pat Flatley, his 12th from Brent Sutter and Miko Makala at 8.24, 2-0 Islanders. Bob Basson of the Islanders ends up serving at too many men on the ice penalty late in the period. And Pierre LaRouche, his 12th from Kelly Kissio and Ron Greshner. Rangers on the board, 2-1 Islanders after one period. Then early in the second, Ron Greshner makes it a tie game, his third from Chris Jensen at 357, but our Islanders' birthday of the day. Brent Sutter answers his 17th. Steve Conroy, Tomas Janssen with the assist. After two periods, it's the Islanders' three and the Rangers' two. Brent Sutter completes the hat trick. His 18th from Miko Makala and Pat Flatley, Late in the game, 18-28 of the third, and then an empty net goal by Brad Lauer. Dwayne Sutter, Brent's brother, with the assist. Islanders skate away with a 5-2 win over the Rangers. Only 15 saves for Kelly Rudy. The Islanders' defense holding the Island, uh, Rangers rather to just 17 shots. Meanwhile, for Brent Sutter, a four-point night. The hat trick, one assist. He was a plus four, and he had five shots on goal. He also had the game winner. So, uh, again, for Brent Sutter, happy 60th birthday. And by the way, after he retired, Brent Sutter coached uh, in both the Western Hockey League juniors, where he coached the Red Deer Rebels for many, many years, was the coach of the Devils for two seasons in 07, 08, 08, 09, and then the Calgary Flames for three years. So uh, Brent Sutter been a part of hockey for a very, very long time, and he is our Islanders' birthday of the day.
tell you, Anders Lee, you know, the more I think about it, here is a, a guy who is such an important part of the Islanders. And it's always difficult to sort of explain the leadership, what it means. Because Anders Lee doesn't come across as a, a yeller or a screamer. But if you ever saw the Islanders interact off the ice, in the locker room, even you know, ping pong tournaments or friendly games of, where they're kicking around a soccer ball to warm up before a game. Watch Anders Lee if you ever get a chance to see that. His leadership, the way he handles himself, the way uh, he interacts with his teammates, it really does make a difference for this team. And it's important to have players like that available and on your roster. Thanks again for making Locked On Islanders your first listen every day. Now make your second listen Locked On NHL. Locked On NHL covers the playoffs like no other. Here are the latest news and opinions from local experts every Monday through Friday. It's free and available wherever you get podcasts. Have a great day, everybody. Stay safe. And of course, let's go Islanders.